And welcome back to Real Talk with Rizak. And don't forget the hashtag, Real Talk with Rizak. Hit me up on Twitter. Um, just a moment ago, we was just talking about bands that were sometimes, well, this one band in particular, but we all kind of seen it before, bands that are be in a situation that's not the greatest. Maybe you're performing, it's not a lot of people there. It's not always the fault of the band. Sometimes it's the this, sometimes it's the that. We all know life happens and all that, but at the same time, they was loving it, they was receiving it. It was actually, like, it, it was something that I will always remember, and I really appreciate they, you know, not having that being a diva too fast type of deal. But at the end of the day, it boils down to everybody sometimes has to pull their own weight. Um, Sometimes in a band, it is exactly what it is. It's a band, it's a group, and there is no I in band. And I also know, like, it kind of ties in a lot with branding and all these type of things. Uh, Bogo, I know you've had some situations, like, very yeah. similar. I've heard you, I've overheard you say some of these things before. No, definitely. I mean, you kind of have to decide, right? Like, you know, um, is everybody in your band like pulling your own weight? And I'm sure we all worked on like joint projects together, right? This kind yeah. of took me back to college where you have like a thesis paper or something uh, where like four the- people have to contribute. And of course you put your whole heart into it. And, uh, but you know, one person is just kind of dragging their feet and yep. you know, you yep. wind up you know, getting it's always one. Yeah, you kind of again wind up yeah. overcompensating and doing the work for them and kind of resenting them in, in yeah. that. Um, yeah. And and I think that you know, in this aspect of of events and things like that, or anytime you're gonna you know uh, play a gig, you, you have to bands have to bring people to, yes. to the event space, right? Yes. Just no matter whether you're doing a raw show or whether you're doing a gig at doesn't matter what you're doing. You know, really. yeah. You need to, no, nobody, as in terms of uh, in terms of bands and musicians, there is no playing for anyone unless you can draw a crowd. Nobody, I hate to, I really hate to say this, but nobody wants you if you can't draw anybody in in the yeah. entertainment industry. That is, <clears throat> that is a simple law of the land. That if you cannot bring anybody, why do we need you here? Right. So. You kind of got to think, well, what can I do? Is it a situation where I need to prove that I can bring some people here and possibly get, and can get something out of it? Is it a situation where the people that I bring here, it's something like some kind of compensation for me? Or is it a kind of a creative community type of deal? It, I, I like to, I'm bringing all these two different things in because a lot of people don't realize it's not always just, well, I show up, I get paid. That is not the world we live in. I mean, if that was the world we live in, it wouldn't be so many artists out here hungry. Right, yeah, it definitely would not be. So, yeah, you definitely kind of have to communicate with your bandmates, right? Like, hey, everybody, let's do our part. Do you want to see this be successful? Um, And now now I do want to say... I'm not respect your craft. We're not. We everybody can't do it for free. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Because if we all did it for free, then we'd all be extra broke then. But what I'm saying is, in turn, especially there is no iron band. As the drummer, we always have the reputation of being the last one there, the person that doesn't care. But I've always had the opposite. We've always been the ones that's kind of grinding, and it makes it really hard when you have a bandmate that's really not doing his share, not really rehearsals oh my goodness you got to show up to rehearsals there's no point in having them if everybody's not going to be there uh, i could go on and on about that let me 
back up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you're reminiscing yeah. to uh, rehearsal days oh, when I was goodness. trying oh. to keep everybody together, huh? Yeah, I basically. Mean, it yeah. Was, it was rough. No, and it's definitely, you know, it's not easy. And that's, you know, again, I feel like why we're why we're here and why we exist is yeah. to try to make it a little bit easier right because yeah. you know it is a whole huge community you yeah. know it's it's the musicians it's again it's yeah you have to create those relationships with the venues or the venue managers that you frequent right. or go to where you would like to play because and the things that you got to think about especially and when you're talking about venues okay and you know more than anybody else People put a lot of weight on where you have played. Oh, yeah. Like, to say that you've played at this House of Blues or the L, uh, or the Aztec. Right. Or, I don't know, even from the Trocadero Exchange. Philly, yeah. All these different places. To say you played there means something. Definitely. So, the fact that a band that, yes, I'm definitely saying respect each other and respect your craft, but you also need to understand a nice, humble beginning when it's happening and kind of understand compensation's coming from, sometimes it's coming from the networking, sometimes it's coming from, it's just not always a financial gain. Right. Even the largest companies in the world have these partnerships with other largest companies in the world that never really exchange a dollar. Maybe it's a little bit of cross promotion or something like that. And, and you know, I think it's also like, you know, this, um, you know, venue or whoever it is, is giving you an opportunity, right. you know, they're giving you an opportunity to a, yeah, maybe potentially make more money mm-hmm. uh, or make some money, or even if it's just to be welcomed back yeah. to play there, they, they'll make, know, maybe they'll call you again. Right. Exactly. Um, I mean, we have, uh, one of our, our booking, uh, our booking agents, he's in a band here mm-hmm. in Los Angeles and he plays a venue over in Hollywood and the the their deal is and a lot of venues do do this is they ask you to um bring in a certain amount of people and yeah. anything over and above that you'll make yeah, money a lot of places do that like which that. is which um, is a sweet deal if you got some a fan base no definitely um so you know we went we bought tickets went and saw him and he's like oh man it was so great they've even asked me back so they mm-hmm. continue to ask him back yeah. which you know is great yes he kind of has to you know again hustle a little to get people there but the venue was so happy the yeah. venue wants him back now it's kind of a, a regular thing for him so mm-hmm. he eventually stop having to sell tickets yeah then you negotiate the next time right because he was able to prove that oh like oh hey I do have this really great following I can bring a consistent amount of people to your space and And, yeah that ties back to what I was saying good old three stacks you were only as funky as your last hook and if that last hook was funky then you can negotiate again give him that love below I will definitely (laughs) I'm sorry we're again we're fans of that hey do what you gotta do he is a handsome fellow so yeah that's what's up though yeah no joke on that but but yeah, so just overall, remember you you really got to remember what was the, what was the last thing that you did. If it was an amazing EP from three years ago, that wasn't the last thing you get did. The last thing you did was nothing one year ago. If it was an amazing EP or an amazing set that blew the house down, and it was last week, yes, you own that. Take that to the next time you're talking to somebody, you know, but yeah, you got to be a little bit of realistic with yourself. You use that as, as a, you know, to propel you onto yeah. that next, that next level. And none of it's negative. Please don't think of it negative. It is either positive or an opportunity for something positive, but it's, or at least a learning 
opportunity for something, but it's not a negative. Even if you blew it, and I've blown it plenty of times. Really? Well, yes, come on. That's why I'm the worst, world's okay at summer. <laughs> okay, so I've blown it a few times, and it's, you know, you just got to come back from it and build up, use it to motivate you, and some of those things that I thought was terrible is where I got some of the best networking and some of the best connections out of. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, you guys, thank you very much for your time. Remember to hashtag Real Talk with Razek. And remember to check us out on Twitter. That's at Real Talk Razek, R-A-S-A-Q. We want to know those questions. We want to know what's going on. Musicians, if you have any tips, tricks for us, something that uh, we didn't mention, please, again, do let us know. Thanks so much, and we'll see you on the next episode. And that's at Real Talk Razek on Twitter.